probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio. Father Simon, how are you? Very well, thank you. Really enjoyed my visit so far, thank you. Oh, cool, nice to hear. Uh, so you've been head of Farley School since 2004. Uh, what drew you to this role, and can you share the spark and ex- or experience that you dedicated your life to education? Well, I was already in the school. I've been at Farley for nearly 25 years. Oh. I've been headmaster there for 20. And I think the thing that drew me in is the relentless discovery journey that you share with little children. We see them coming in, age three, dragging Teddy along, and then you watch that gentle progression all the way up through until we get to year eight. And all the time you're finding a new facet of a child's life, and of course everybody is different. And so just when the year eights leave and you're bringing in the new ones, everybody moves up a year, and you're seeing and discovering yet more about each of the pupils. That's, that never goes away. Yeah. Constant enjoyment. Cool. Um, for our listeners unfamiliar with Farley School, what makes it unique and what in light of technology's rapid growth, how is Farley adapting to for the future? Well, we're a Catholic school of about 470 pupils, 40% Catholic, 60% not. So we've got a very clear understanding of what we're trying to do is reveal the beauty of life really to young people and widen their understanding of what life's all about and getting them to, to as I say, discover and explore. Uh, we've been an Apple school right, fra- right from the beginning, actually. And we've constantly developed that. We've always made it a priority to have a great head of IT. We have the iPad in school from years six, seven and eight, although there are class sets for children all the way down to the bottom into the pre-prep. We like to keep it as a balance, whereby the iPad is a piece of technology which complements what is going on in the classroom and complementing also the writing and the understanding through literature. We're also keeping an eye on what is happening in the senior school world and the worlds of employment because the prep schools have to follow but also in some ways lead. And one of the things that we're doing is pushing beyond the curriculum in years seven and eight when our pupils are 11 to 13 with an enrichment class for each of the years which for example last year was looking at the distinctive history of Russia the way in which China has been developing. We were looking also at, for example, classical music, ballet, opera. Then we moved on to the charisma needed for leadership and we're looking particularly into Nazi Germany as how that was abused. And this year we've started off with exploring the Middle East. So we're trying to say, yes, here is a progression of growth which is going to be part of the examination system, but we want to go way beyond that and because technology is allowing us to look into places we'd never have known before. Very interesting. Um, Bill on student wellbeing, what measures are in place to support the pupils at Farley? And um, what support measures are in place to support the mental and, and emotional wellbeing of the pupils? Probably one of the greatest strengths of the school has always been its pastoral care. We have endless meetings about each year group, about forms, about individuals, and we've had colleagues who've left the school as members of staff going on to other schools saying 
oh, we don't have so many meetings, almost with a sense of relief, but then comes the recognition that along with that, they don't actually know the pupils in quite the same way. So we're pretty good, I think, at the diagnostic level through an exceptional learning support department, which is well-staffed and of real quality. So they are able to make a very clear assessment of pupils, not only on entry, but all the way through, and there are continual referrals. Individual members of staff are trained up to, the, uh, to a level of emotional support, and then we might have people referred, if necessary, to somebody external. But all the way through, we're looking at, of course, academic progress, but we're looking also at everything that constitutes the well-being of a young person as, we make, as they make their way through the school. Very attentive to it and recognising that young people have pressures on them which can, if you're not careful, not be recognised. So we have just significant numbers of opportunities of meetings for staff so that we understand what's going on and work incredibly closely with our parents who are phenomenally supportive of everything we're doing. What is your impression of Bryanston and what stood out to you during your recent visit of the school? Well, it's a beautiful place to start with. I mean, the grounds are wonderful. I love your trees, but I love also the facilities. I mean, we had a good look around your extensive sports facilities, then into your very well-equipped DT, and then the music, which is a very beautiful place. I love the brickwork with the wood and that feeling again of performance and creativity in music. But I think it's not just about the trees and the facilities, it's about that sense which was being very clearly conveyed to us about Bryanston pupils being encouraged to have a go at so much in, in, in the beauty of your place. Have a go, try it out while you've got a chance, everything being well resourced and a real sense of purpose I, I, that comes through very clearly. On a, on a personal note, what's the best piece of advice you've received that has guided your leadership at Farley? I think it's take your time over things. There can be, with the speed of everything today, a great tendency to have to have a, an instant reaction to everything. And sometimes you can be driven into making a decision that is more because somebody wants it rather than it being the right one. So I think take your time over what you're deciding to do. Reflect, consult, and make sure that by the time you get back to what it is that is being evaluated, you've got a clear understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve. So take time. Don't be, don't be, don't be pushed along in the decision-making. And finally, to round up the interview, if all the teachers at Farley School were to participate in a talent show, what hidden talent would you surprise everyone with? Sadly, I would say very little at the moment, but uh, if I was to look back, it would have been times when I was holding the school records in my senior school for 100 metres and 200 metres, but I have to admit that that's historical, so it would be not a talent I could reveal these days. I have no credibility with the little ones either who look at me with a sense of disbelief when I tell them that. And that's aggravated by the fact that the medals I've got are not engraved, so they have a suspicion that they've been got from somewhere else. But it is true. I suppose now what I'm trying to do is I'm very interested in people talking about how you keep fresh and vital as you get older. And I'm 
notice that learning an instrument is one of the things they're recommending and also learning a language so I'm trying really hard and not particularly well but I'm trying really hard to learn Italian and I would like to suddenly be able to be significantly better than I am now but I just enjoy the process and I find that the Italians themselves are so receptive to you having a go I regard my approach to it as rather like Lego I just bolt bits together I don't think it's grammatically correct at all but at least it's enjoyable and it's fun and I'm keeping going at it day after day and so I wouldn't call it exactly a talent but it's something I'm trying to develop well thank you very much for thank you thank you Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio.